Sure. I could always go for a woman's opinion. They'll no, give it to you. you. Yeah, they'll give it to you even if you don't want it. That's true. But you don't always go for a woman's opinion. <sighs> That's because I'm a man. And we're right. <laughs> we like to let you think you're right. I suppose if that's the way you want to go. You know it's true. You know it's true? Mm -hmm. So when I put this out there on the episode, then you're... You're not recording. It's definitely recording. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do a test. I thought you were just checking the volume. I am checking the volume. You have to give it a, a old test run. You did that. If you could lean a little closer so you can get an accurate... Absolutely <laughs> Absolutely not. Why not? I don't see the problem. You know, if we had a better marriage, we'd be able to do like a marital podcast. I don't know if people that have marital podcasts have good marriages. <laughs> uh, let's just put that on the record. I don't think if you say that you have a great marriage without problems that you are telling the truth. What? If you say that you have a great marriage with no problems, then you're not telling the truth. Probably not, no. Sure. Nope. Probably a solid 85%. 85% what? <laughs> chance that you have a really crappy marriage. If you're like, oh, yeah, it's great. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Look at us. We're fine. It's fine. Do not look behind the curtain. It's true. Those that cannot do teach. That's what they say. <laughs> you want me to stop recording now? Sure. Let's see what it sounded like. It's still going. Why is it doing that? It stop sounds, it. It sounds weird because I'm hearing my voice in the... Yeah. You don't like your voice? No. I don't like my voice either. I sound more like a man. I'm very low. You're not that low. For a girl, I'm low. Maybe you just hang out with a bunch of high people. <laughs> <laughs> I could take that so many different directions. That, it was kind of the reason. Was, that was, it's a pun. <laughs> I'll get there. It's a word with two different <laughs> meanings. Why is it still recording? Atlanta. What is going on? I don't know why it's doing that. Stop it. Pivot. 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 <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily <laughs> reflect the views and opinions. These people of this don't podcast. actually agree with each other. <laughs> <laughs> The phone for, for goodness I sakes, man. Be professional. This is a professional podcast. We do things professionally. But they put in somewhere on Maple Island, I believe. They got all the way down into the swamp flats in the middle of the night, lost. This is why America's going to collapse. Yeah. <laughs> Thought the river came back it has nothing to do with fascism. Nope. It has nothing to do with, with totalitarianism. It. We're done. It has nothing to Fold do it with. up. Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> we had a good run.
Yeah, it was my headphones were turned up loud enough. They sounded fuzzy. I got a little fuzz. You guys good? You get a little fuzz? I got a little fuzz. I, I mean, good. Say when. volume's good, Say when. I got a little fuzz. Say when your fuzz goes away. Give me a little bit less, a little bit less, a little okay. bit less, a okay. little bit less. Okay. I think I should be good there. All right. Jared, do you want me to do any fuzz deletion? I don't care. Okay. There was a pack of women on this property that was like, there was 13 sewing machines in this room. Stop it. Shut your mouth. Well, at least somebody's still raising women, right? Whatever, man. Like, it was, (laughs) like, I felt a palpable do not go in that room. You will die. You probably would Ethan kept Ethan kept wanting to, like, poke his head in here. He's like, can I go talk to mom? I'm like, bro, you don't even want to go in there. No, just don't even. You'll die. Just don't, don't. You'll be dead. There's too much estrogen. Just so you know, you don't get four starters. Just. You, you, what you need to do is just tell him he'd come out with boobs. What? Just the amount of estrogen in the room, he'd have just been... What? Oh, he would... If he spent a couple minutes in the room, he would absorb so much estrogen that he would walk out of it with boobs. I don't think that's how that works, Aaron. <laughs> Let me... Okay. But you let's, and I... Let's kill you it. I both heard that let's the same kill way. Let's kill like, wait... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> It was bad though. Like I, I had to like walk through the room one time, and, and I felt the hatred. Like get out, you're not welcome here. You're really? not one of us. Yeah. There weren't any like. You should. To you, fix you know what you could have done? Or no. You could. You could have walked in and said, "I'm identifying as a woman," and then open the door, step out, and say, "I'm identifying as a man again," and you'd have been fine. I don't. Think Why I would he identify fine. as a mannequin? Like I can't. I can't get any. Never mind. <laughs> Tough crowd, man. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> so did you hear that there was a uh, terrorist attack in Norway? Five people dead, two wounded. With, Guess what the weapon was. With a bow and arrow. Yes. You want to know what my reaction was when I heard that? I could have got more. <laughs> <laughs> my thought was like... That's awful. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty... Like, that's, that's a fair amount of skill. That is... Seven like you're people? doing better with a bow and arrow than some people do with a gun. With an assault rifle. <laughs> and then I, then I was like... Jared, if you go would... into the Michigan forest between October and November right. 15th, and then go into the Michigan forest between November 15th and December 1st, you'll see that it's actually pretty common that bow hunters demonstrate a significant greater, higher significantly attitude. higher skill yeah. level than gun hunters. Yeah, because anybody is like, oh, I think you've got a shotgun back there. And then they go hunting, right? But, like, archery people, it's like, yeah, I've got my $17,000 bow and my... Well, and not, it, like, not necessarily. Yeah. They have just a, have to practice more. I have a $400 bow, but I'm pretty dang good with it. Oh, okay. That's on the cheap end of brand new bows. Like, dirt cheap of brand end of brand new. Like, then is I somebody myself, laughing at you when you said $400 bow, oh, yeah, probably? I, I guarantee you there's at least a couple people listening to this that chuckled. When they heard four hundred dollar bow, yeah. it's a Fred Bear. It's a good bow. Leave me alone. I, I killed deer with it. I always wanted to. That's all it takes. I always wanted to be one of those people that could like tear it up with a recurve, right? Just like it takes a lot of practice. It doesn't work like that either. I know. I always wanted it to. Legolas. That's doesn't my point. Exist. Let's be honest. You just want to be like Orlando Bloom with pointy ears. No, I was actually thinking about Hawkeye, but uh, oh, Hawkeye, that would be pretty sweet. That'd be okay. That's better. <laughs> yeah, but then I my, was thinking my perception of you just went up a few <laughs> notches. Just like <laughs> so, what would your last thought be if you're walking down the road and all of a sudden there's an arrow sticking out of your chest in like in Norway in an urban environment, walking down the road and now there's an arrow sticking out of your chest? What? The- I thought they filmed Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah. in New Zealand. 
<laughs> just like that pause, like, did is that an is that an arrow? Am I dreaming? Am yeah. I what what is like I think just the if if it's anything like what I've witnessed from deer in the woods, it's one of two reactions. Either it is stand still in wonder, what was that feeling? Yeah. And then stand still until blood starts gurgling out of your mouth and you fall over and die like I still don't know what happened. I'm tired. <laughs> or or it's chit 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 what the heck? you just start running as fast as you can because you don't know what just hurt so bad run where are we running until i don't know you, we're running until you flop over dead this is really terrible we're talking about human life jared <laughs> this is awful sorry i'm the one who compared it back to deer I, that's the only experience i have to draw from i just wondered what like my thought would be walking down the road huh it's, i think it would be like uh olaf and frozen oh look did at it, that i've been say impaled. what kind of bow he had no just said a bow, and they were treating it like a terrorist attack. He was he was on their he was on their radar of being radicalized to the oh. Norway like what, secret police. What kind of I have to know what kind of terrorist organization was he potentially? He, did, he wasn't. To? He was he just wasn't. he was just on their radar as being radicalized toward Islam. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I wasn't sure if there was like some special religion. I didn't. That it was Islam. I don't. I don't. Towards I didn't bow see and any. arrow, like more primitive. No, I think it was just like a. I'm going to kill people. You know what? I, I, bow this and is arrow. what I have. Yeah. Oh. And apparently, I'm halfway decent at it. That's lovely. If you have more openers like that, you can do all <laughs> four of them. Uh, mine. I, I need to do apologize to you guys. Kind of. Not completely though. So this is a really so half baked half-ass apology, which more like basically quarter, means it's not an apology. It's like which quarter ass. We don't even get a whole cheek, <laughs> <laughs> which basically means it's not an apology hey, at all. Uh, what did one cheek say to the other cheek? Uh, Together we can stop this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the sphincter Guess, tried it in and said, "No, that's me actually." <laughs> Guess, oh, uh, did you guys hear who's back together again after all the crap between them? The two Your cheeks. butt cheeks. <laughs> you didn't see that coming? Like right after the last <laughs> like joke? After no, the... I, I really didn't. Joe had a surprised look on his face like, oh, that, oh. Was... You can only tolerate so many bad jokes in a row. <laughs> so here's my quarter cheek effort. After re-listening to the last recording we did, yeah. I realized what my issue was. Like I, I could hear you guys trying to de-escalate me when we were talking about emotional safety. My issue was... We did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> We did. We did de-escalate you, Joe. We succeeded. Yeah. Fist One, bump. if we COVID were fist bump, <laughs> if we were to stick with our definition, and I don't want to dig the whole thing up, but I want to explain why I think I was so defensive. Is this a correction? Is this our first actual legitimate correction of what? Just anything. You never know, like corrections. Like the next episode, people are like, okay, I want to. Well, I want to. I want to correct. So you're not correcting my issue. Oh, okay. And it. It's going to sound possibly like a quarter of an apology, which shared between... But you don't want it to sound like an apology. Not at all. Okay. So, emotional safety. Going back and listening to that whole episode, I feel like we were talking about just being a good freaking friend, a trustworthy human being. Yes. And my trigger word was emotional safety, because I see suddenly rainbows, butterflies, (laughs) mamby-pamby, everything is good and grand and everybody needs a hug you can't confront rebuke anybody i I see the picture of moral therapeutic deism the worship of god as nothing but well he kind of gives us morals and he's our counselor but he doesn't confront us so like i think that picture came up into my mind just because we use the word emotional safety or being emotionally safe See, i think you just don't like the word emotion that's exactly what it is see which is which is horse crap 
We still didn't punch him for saying dick. He did say dick in the last episode. That doesn't... It just, it's not even... No. You did. No. It's... Okay, the punching happens what? when I say a word that I have decided I would prefer not to say. Okay. And the word, so say dick. The, the word say dick is not, <laughs> okay. word, it's not, it's not a word okay. that I would... Anyway. I it is, Nonetheless, I, to I, your defense, it, it is a very common phrase in like psychology. Oh, bullcrap, yeah. No, I get too. you. But, but no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, it's it's bullcrap. Like, no, it's not. No, it's it is. <laughs> but... But I, I agreed with everything we said. It was just describing it as emotional safety instead of yeah, it was like being a decent human being and a good friend. Like if you if we had said that without emotional safety, I wouldn't have. I don't think I would have been upset by it at all. Yeah. So there. That's my correction slash clarification slash. Not an Here's apology. a quarter of cheek. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So sorry, not sorry. Just just a side note. Kind of. <laughs> sorry for sounding like a jerk, because I was. Getting caught up in the terminology there. Does that count as the quarter? Yeah, Joe. Did Joe was Joe was emoting. <laughs> Joe was emoting with his anger because yeah. anger is anger emotion. Anger is a lot easier. Yeah. I deal mm-hmm. with anger great. Right. So, like I said, I didn't so want to you, necessarily. So if you lack that, if you lack the emotional maturity to expand your emotional expression beyond anger, I can understand why you would want to. But he knows that term. That's how I knew you just didn't know the term. Because he knows that term counseling and stuff. I know that term because it's like foster care. That's like every other, like that is your goal as a foster parent is to be emotionally safe. And I've heard it as well and used something similar to it. I haven't said emotionally safe. I've yeah. just, I say you got to make kids feel safe. You've got to make people feel safe yeah. in order for them to open up to you. So I get the philosophy and everything. But After you calm down. For some reason, the combination <laughs> of emotional and safety... <laughs> Triggered my emotional immaturity to act in Causing anger. you to become emotionally <laughs> unsafe. <laughs> I got called in for my driving this week for the first time at my job. I've been working there for 10 years. What? And I just want to say, if the person who is driving behind me on Myers Lake Road in western Michigan outside of Ada <laughs> on Tuesday, September, whatever that was, you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what, you driving too fast? Or no. What? What's well, the complaint? It's a, it's a fairly it's a fairly busy road, but it's got a lot of houses on it, so mm-hmm. people are always forgetting where their driveway is. So it's always like slamming your brakes and turn, slamming your brakes and turn. Yeah. So there's a lot of slamming on your brakes to not hit the person in front of you. Mm-hmm. So the person in front of me like hit their brakes, turned on the right hand signal, and started slowing way down. So I applied my brakes, was in a no passing zone, but saw that no car was coming. So I just went around them on the left. That got, went onto the shoulder a little no, bit? No, 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 Just, oh, they no. They were turning left. right. There's no yeah. shoulder on the left. No. <laughs> the lane in the left, right? So I like just went around them. cars come? Yeah. What? And where you can't other, see because go? there's a no passing zone? I was picturing a one-way see. road, Aaron. Jeez. So, yeah. So I just went around them on the left, and someone called on my driving. I wasn't even speeding and said that he passed where he wasn't supposed to, and he was swerving really bad. So I got a call from my boss, and he's like, uh, hey, man, uh, how you doing? Fine. <laughs> how are you? Yeah, how are you? You're what interrupting you my morning whiskey. No, this was after. This was on the way home from work. So oh. it's like, did you guys have like a rough day or something? I'm like, no. What's the problem? And he's like, and you could tell he was like nervous about it. And like he didn't like, want to. He didn't want to confront me about it. But I know that there's someone else at our company who has been getting called. He got. He was on video, like passing a semi, flipping them off. <laughs> in a company vehicle. In a company vehicle. So wow. 
like they are dealing with a lot of driving problems. And I gotcha. wanted to be like, listen, I've been here for 10 years and this is the first time anybody's called on me. I understand that you have a lot of people who drive like shit, but that doesn't <laughs> I'm mean... I'm not one of them. Like, <laughs> but, you know... I, and it wasn't bad. He credit, wasn't trying. He, he was. Gets he was call, trying he's to. Gotta he's got to say something. Yes, he so he's he, a great guy. he wasn't a dink about no, it. No, he wasn't. He's like, okay, well, just, you know, try and be safe, you know. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably like, I listened to that podcast. I don't want to trigger your PSTD. <laughs> PSTD. <laughs> Your pre, your priest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was, I was is, legitimately is that, mad. Is that what you get from war? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry, dude. That's oh my goodness. Dude, I just took my first sip. I am not drunk. I'm just twisting my words up. Okay. <laughs> swear to drunk, I'm not God, officer. Yeah. No. But yeah, I was legitimately mad. Like that's for some. Were you mad at him or were you mad at the person who called? I was mad at the person who called. Okay, all right. Yeah, my boss. Because it sounds like he was pretty chill about it. Yeah, he was. Okay. But, like, I was like, what is he getting at here? Like, how you doing? Like, did you have a rough day? Just just say it. Just (laughs) What's the problem? Because I'm always like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. You know, it's just a great day working at Rescom. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! What's your phrase? Uh, Living the dream. Yeah, Yeah, living the dream. Living the dream. He's like, do you have a rough day? It's always a great day. You know, wherever he was, I was working. He was trying to be emotionally he w- safe yeah. before he, before he you dumped good? on you. You, good, are you all right? You good? You handle this? What do you mean, am I all right? Testing the waters. Like, uh, where is he at today? Is he road raging right now? No. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. So I discovered that I can call turkeys with my mouth. Just okay. verbally. So you remember that meat eater episode yeah, where the, he had the turkey, not the turkey doctor, there's a squirrel doctor, somebody yeah. who did all the voice calls. Yeah. The guy that dropped the, like uh, a little uh, evangelical note right at the end and they didn't know how to handle it. Uh-huh. Did you listen to the end of the episode? He's like, oh, and uh, they're like, hey, you want to say anything else? Like, yeah, I just love yes. Jesus and uh, yeah. you know, he's my Lord and Savior and I just want to give you that shout out. And, like, and there's like a, all right. Okay. <laughs> I, lo- I love when people do that on podcasts. <laughs> and Next like, subject. Okay. Have a nice day, everybody. <laughs> But uh, I pulled up to a customer's house, and I happened to see a couple wild turkeys across the field. And so I was like, I wonder. Because I'd been practicing <laughs> in the truck. And so I just go, yeah. and all of a sudden, these three turkeys across the field, they pop their heads up. That was, see, that sh- was a terrible one. Yeah. But then they started walking towards me. So it wasn't just, like, because they did say that there's yeah. the shock thing. that You could the just yell gobble. in the woods, yeah. and they'll gobble but that's, I think that's only during the spring when they, I've, I've never hunted turkeys, but. It was, it was enough to pique their curiosity and make turkeys them are start hard to working. Hunt. They are. Me. They're yeah. very smart little bastards. Yeah? Yeah. Which yeah, seems okay. so, you know, maybe it's domesticated turkeys are stupid. Or maybe was, they're not stupid. So maybe it, it made me decide I definitely domestic want to try hunting turkeys oh, next okay. year. They'll drown in the rain. Oh, Okay. Oh, <laughs> dead. Jared did just just did a uh, yeah. They just a, tilt their head up and they can die from the rain. Stupid One of these days course. we're gonna have to start um, video and maybe. And I thought know. about that. Then you can put it on the YouTube's. But then people like I'd, then we. I think, my mother's decorating style would be our style. But I think then I think we would get a more. The, that's part of who we are, though. We're not. It's we're, you know. It's the lowbrow part. It's the yeah. undignified part. It's. The, I do think that would some... give us better insight into how many viewers we actually have, though, and it might make us sad and give up. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily, because I mean, th- that's one thing I haven't really under. Like, I'll catch snips of podcasters on YouTube yeah. as I'm cruising YouTube, but I won't sit down and watch a podcast. Right. You have so, to be able to edit. 
and put on chunks and then advertise it a little bit mm-hmm. more and get it a little more. So the big trick to uh, smooth openers is if everybody picks up on the fact that we're going already and Aaron just hasn't picked up on it. I'm waiting for him to give us an opener here. I, we are having conversation. <clears throat> right, and we clearly are waiting for you. You had four. I know, but he told Dude, me I couldn't I do them, so I snuck in two. A little give and take yeah. is nice. I usually come up with my opener about 30 seconds after the last one of you does oh. your opener. So I, you had four, so I was just waiting oh. until you were done with your four. Infiltra- uh, yeah, inflation went up 5.4% this year. Yay. It's the most since uh, 2008, Yay. which was a great time in America. Well, but, I mean... Good time to know how to you, hunt for your own food. We should probably fix it by just give people more money, and then they'll have more money. Also true. I love the article that was written, I can't remember what paper, but showing that uh, now that $15 an hour wages are being recognized in a lot of the places that were demanding it, even if not by law, yeah, it's no longer enough <laughs> because inflation has, mm-hmm. no it, shit. it has driven inflation. Yeah. 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 No shit. If you have to Freaking pay more for base services, everything else costs more. Yeah. Holy shit. That's complicated. Well, no, no. That's because we're doing it wrong. We need to set the minimum wage and, and then set prices. And, and make sure that corporations don't raise their prices to cover it. That's, we're only doing half of what needs to be done. Yeah. Those, it's those greedy corporations that. Like the fact that I can go through McDonald's and pay the same amount of money as I can if I go to Applebee's for a lunch. Yeah. I guess I'm paying for convenience, but. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember when I used to be able to drive through McDonald's and pay three dollars and, and get full. <laughs> no, but in all fairness, we still are getting co- corporations on the other end because our our corporate tax rate is really. I mean, we're at like twenty six percent. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's but did you see also that there was? I think it was like one hundred and fifty nations have signed on to raise their corporate tax rates to like fifty percent or not fifty, but fifteen percent. Uh, minimum of fifteen percent. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have to sign on because we're already at 26. So. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Kiss our ass. That's right. <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. We're better at taxes than you, too. <laughs> um, we win at everything. There was a congressman saying, um, and I, I, maybe I'm stupid and don't know well, what I think That's beside the I point, about, Aaron. But, you're okay. Um, the uh, um, corporations are tax collectors. What? Think about it. Corporations are tax collectors. You raise the corporate tax, what are they going to do? What's the corporation going to do? Make the customers and the employees pay for it. It's true. They're tax collectors. And I can't say that I blame them. I can't say that I blame them either. If I was a corporation or a CEO and I'm like, well, they're raising our prices again. Okay. I was at... You want me to cut my lifestyle? <laughs> I was managing a store. Negative. That's a negative ghost rider. Yes, we want you to. <laughs> I, I was. this is a perfect Because you're good people. Are we? <laughs> I was managing a store and... So in payroll tax, for those of you who don't know, your employer pays four percent, six point seven. Thought four was half Social Security, half a six point seven percent. Well, it might be up to seven point three. I haven't had employees in a while. For that, for that Social Security, and then the other parts like FICA and the other stuff, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Something right, like right. that. Yeah. So like six point three percent. So it used to be that the employer and the employee shared that. Yep. They raised the employer one. The week that that payroll change went through, I had two employees ask for a raise. Mm. And they deserved it. Yeah. And I said, I'm sorry, I just gave it to you. What? Yeah, I'd quit. I showed, them the, I, showed them the, <laughs> yeah. I showed them their paycheck. Now, we did end you up. You just got a 3% raise. <laughs> we, 
we we did give them a raise it you know but the concept was we we didn't give them as much as we wanted to because we had to pay more in that yeah. so it's like real you know I, it, it's not just corporations we were we had seven employees it's like you know uh, big rich billionaires no it's everyone yep anyway there's greed at the top and greed at the bottom that's yep. what i always say do you want an opener from me you want my last one it's what a you, biblical one. What you got? So they, they found evidence of a, which I was going to try and look it up, and I didn't. Do you know about when Sodom and Gomorrah was supposed to have happened? Like on the biblical, on. you know, young earth timeline. 5,000? A thousand years to David, a thousand years to Abraham, a thousand years to Noah. So it would have been Noah, five, five, 6,000? How many years, years before Adam. B.C.? So two. So two BC, I, I, two to three, two, two to three BC. Okay. Two, Some, in somewhere in the two. Uh, uh, the way, just the rule of thumb, I always, I think, I think I have it right. A thousand years back to David, a thousand from Jesus to David is a thousand years. From David to Abraham is a thousand years, about give or take. Abraham to Noah, Noah to Adam. Okay. So it's four. There's right. your, there's your kind of four one thousand year right. marks. So, so about two thousand BC. Uh, Ish. So they, they found evidence in that area where Sodom and Gomorrah would have been, theoretically, mm -hmm. of an airburst meteor strike, 1650 mm -hmm. B.C., give or take. <laughs> and they're finding evidence of, like, melted stone and a bunch of other things. And, like, the ground was salted. Call me when there's a pillar of salt. Yeah. <laughs> a, but there was something Shaped to do with like the way that it woman. would have airburst that it was it like salted the ground and destroyed everything for several hundred years. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was interesting. But it raised because it just raised that difference. Because it was not a Christian paper that had written the article. Right. Yeah. But just raised that whole debate how people take historic facts. Because you have the scientists who ignore it completely. They just be like, well, this is the fact. We're not going to relate it to anything. And yep. then you have the biblical community that tries to grab onto every little thing every that little thing. could possibly, maybe, like, we found a shard of pottery. This must be, which <laughs> yeah. has been doing that There's forever. It's a piece of cloth. It like must all the, be the cloth that yeah. was on Jesus. When well, he, all the relics. Have that, you seen the Shroud of Turin, though? That's what you're referencing, right? There's some really interesting stuff there. The Shroud of Turin is mm -hmm. extremely interesting. Well, there was a bunch of relics in like the Middle Ages and through the Crusade. There was like the Shard of the Cross, like this little piece that everybody said was part mm -hmm. of the original cross. And people were dying and fighting for it. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just insanity. <clears throat> the, but it was um, an interesting article I read recently. I, I, I think what frustrates me is when the Christians latch on to pieces that... Or, or they try and explain. There was one. Okay, for example, there was one about the crossing of the Red Sea. Right. Well, there's a Reed Sea, and so it could have been that it kind of was just a little bit drier season, and they went across. Okay, that's that's cool that you find that out. Except a lot of times, what happens is they just it's not biblical. Okay, if that's the case, and it was just a marsh. The greatest army in the known world at the time Sunk in a march. doesn't drown and die. It could after two million people. Well, I mean, walk they through. decide to uh, abandon the attack after the first couple hundred chariots sink. But yeah. right, they probably don't all die and drown. But even but but if two million people, no, made I it saw across, the movie. <clears throat> there's that dramatic wave that lifts the pharaoh back onto the other side so he can sit on the rock. And go Moses, and then it fades across <laughs> to the other side, and Moses. Gazing out over the water, That's like beautiful. he can magically hear Ramses. 
With that picture of gazing out onto the water, welcome to Undignified <laughs> Christianity, <laughs> where we wish you would gaze on the water with us. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. Is that um, a better one? Yeah, no, no we're not going to use that no. one again. Uh, all right. You know what? Try. Maybe we... Maybe Undignified we... Christianity at gmail.com. I swear, every time I say don't go to Facebook, a lot because of we don't do anything there. I, I see the Facebook page has, yeah, four new views this week after we release the episode. We say, just don't bother. <laughs> There's nothing there. You know what we should do for our tagline is whoever has it has to come up with a tagline like you just did. That kind of ties into one Gaze of the openers. into the water with us. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that one is weird. But, hey, I think that'd be I, fun. No. little challenge. I don't know. See if we can get our listeners to give us a tagline for a couple weeks at a time. There you go. Ooh. Engagement. Boom. <laughs> yeah. So, undignified Christianity, where fill in the blank. And send that fill in the blank to undignifiedchristianity.gmail.com. Send us an idea, no matter how bad it is. I'll try and squeeze it in somewhere in the next episode. <laughs> also, okay. share, share uh, give, really... a re- give a review, get a shout out, right? Right, we can't, can't read. We still can't read reviews yet. Oh, what did we say? Oh, it was give a share. Share. It was a share. Wow. Share the episode. Get a shout out. Thanks Sorry. for talking for two minutes about how pathetic we are. <laughs> <laughs> but people love us. People love us. How many people love us? Mm. You're close to being enough. able to did count you, it on my hands. Were you like enough? Were you like <laughs> take off my socks? We could count them all. Your mommy. <laughs> Uh, was that like throwing up in your mouth a little bit or something? Is that what that noise was? No. <laughs> that was like you were like lots of people. So I, I kind of rolled into the intro before you rocked any kind of opener. Do you have any? Open. All right. I'm I gave him the one with the, about the Bible, Jesus. Okay. Stuff. Yeah, I took the yeah, Bible well, one. You, you were giving an opener on behalf yeah. of Aaron. It was even sure. Jesus related. Oh. You what know, is Sodom and Gomorrah? mean? <clears throat> Nothing. Go, Joe. <laughs> it's really good hand cleaning agent. Yeah. Go job. With the grit? Yeah. It's good stuff. And the orange smell. Everybody's waiting. For what? You. For you. Well, I know. Okay, wait. You're going to give me a hard time about waiting for openers, and it's your episode, and you waited like 30 minutes to start the episode? You see, this is the really weird thing. I'm not in front of the timer right now. I always get to see the timer, and I don't know where we're at, and that's okay. It's just I'm a not new going experience. to tell you. I don't want you to tell me. Good. You're Good. not going to know. Good. I don't Good. Know, so. Even though I really want to know. <laughs> now we're going to get another email from my sister saying, you guys don't talk about anything. <laughs> uh, so the Seinfeld podcast. Depending on how in-depth we go in our conversation, this is something that could tear off into three separate episodes on its own. You know, we've said that a hundred times before, or we could, don't do more episodes. No, no, I don't mean, like, get back together next week. I mean, like, if we talk long enough on oh, each of these, we could split it into three. But we'll see just kind of where it goes. Uh, I want to open up... Can I come up with another way to interrupt you? <laughs> yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> so, I want to start with a question. What does it mean to you guys to be American? Ooh, I've been thinking about this lately. Mm. Merka. Merka. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Coming again to take the motherfucking day, yeah. <laughs> it means, yeah. Uh, means put, Every time I see a Confederate flag, that song goes through my head. I don't know why. It means I put a gun with my Bible and take you a You have no idea how badly I want to put a Confederate flag on my Jeep now. Just don't. So I'll I know slash you're your tires. Put a, song. Put a, I know you. I'll slash your tires. <laughs> 
You know how many times I'm over, like, there used to be one right on, uh, you come across the bridge and bridge, there was that, like, really run-down oh, place. Oh, it's, it's but, like, still there. No, they cleaned it up. Oh. Yeah, they must have rented to somebody else. All right. Like, I have slowed down to piss on that flag several <laughs> times. I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah. Like, actual, took my foot off the gas. Started applying the brake. I was like, nah, I'm in a company vehicle. I better not. So at that. a bare minimum, Jared's answer yeah, is... Then you'd get a full call to, to be American is to uh, <laughs> let go of your losses. <laughs> the, the boss. Yeah, that'd the be an awkward boss. conversation. Hey, uh, yeah, how Jared, you doing? How you doing, how buddy? How you doing? So somebody said they saw you peeing on a flag. <laughs> Just kind of wondering if you're okay. We're not okay. <laughs> no, America. <laughs> So, just stick a Confederate flag on your uh, work truck when you're not looking. I you would drive around all day with it on your bumper. I'd slash your tires, and then I would drag a key down the side of your brand new painted Jeep. It's not brand new painted. It's 45 years old okay. painted. Well, but I'd I would take, kill you I'd and take be a scratch out of that 45-year-old paint all the way around there, and I'd put a big right. F and all a right. big U right on your driver door. All right. I'll, foo? I'll keep my What's Confederate foo, flag in my What's shelf. Foo? What's foo? Yeah, we'll let you figure it out. Or who is it? Will? Will? Oh, that was Will's kid. That wanted yeah. to know what um, the F word yeah. was fun. <laughs> oh. So, what do we think it means to be American? Yeah. What does it mean to be American? Either what you think the population thinks, or personally, or go wherever you want with it. What does it mean to be American? Go ahead. You go ahead. Um. Nobody can tell me what, what? to do. No. Is it what do I think? Nobody can tell me what to do. That's other people there. think? Oh, yeah, that's, that's what the, you think? That's or, what I think other people think. Mm, I don't know. Like, what, what do I think Americans should see themselves as? Go any way you want with Damn it. Damn it. Give me more direction, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll give direction as we progress. Well, have, have them give multiple answers. Yeah, answer for yourself. I answer think it for people your think neighbors. That I think that it's developed into a personal independent, a fierce personal independence is the the thing to Nobody override all things. Anyway. No one can tell me what to do. Correct. I think what it should be is a using that ability to do whatever you want to benefit others, not necessarily just further your own. Follow your dreams. Well, that's good to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But because there's people that have some dreams that yeah. they should not follow. Yep. Like shooting a bunch of people with arrows. See, I really want to, I don't want to like hijack your episode. No, you can't. Because when I'm we in don't control, have... I actually know how to hold on to the reins. It's okay. all right. We don't have verticals. Was that a dig? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have verticals and we don't have any vertical values in this. In well, this. vertical values. When you said verticals, I was like, yes, we're all white. We can't jump. What's your point? Yeah, we don't have verticals. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have we don't have a core ethos throughout our American culture anymore, which is part of the problem. We're fighting over what the core values are. So is are. there a difference between what America used to be and what it should be and what it is? Like uh, it, I mean it's always a moving target. We're definitely not the same, and in some ways that's definitely great, and in other ways that's definitely not so great. Aaron? What does it mean to be American? In more words than America. <laughs> <laughs> he has his thoughtful face, and now he's chewing on his beard. I'm not chewing on my beard. I promised <laughs> I'm growing up my beard again, and I promised myself I would not. I yeah. chew on my beard all the time. 
just chew yeah, on your I can, I can get it on. Yeah, um, like this. I refuse to try. <laughs> like this. I'm, but now it's going to be stuck in your head, and you're going to wonder if you can. Right? Like this. This, this one right here is mine. Yeah. That's not a beard. <laughs> That's your soul patch. I'm avoiding this topic. This topic makes me uncomfortable. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Aaron's avoiding it because he likes I don't to know be that indecisive. I'm a, I don't know that I'm a, I'm not avoiding it. I just don't know the answer. I don't, like, that's a big question, and you expect I mean, me to just respond in, like, I mean, we can give, like, the, the basic civics question answer to it. What, what's the, what does it mean to be an American at just a civ, ninth grade civics level? What does it mean? It means we can vote. I mean, like, means yeah. we have rights. Means I'm part of a representative democracy. Representative republic. A representative republic. What did I say? Representative democracy. Oh, I'm representative republic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that it was a redundant? Anyway, um, it means you can't tell me what to do. All right. I I think so, that I think that's what I think that's what. If I were to if I were to sum it up in one phrase. What does it mean to be an, an, Amer an American? It means nobody can tell you what to do. Except for they can. Right, but yeah. it means no, you, thi it means you think yeah, it I means agree. you think nobody can tell you what to do. Yeah. I finally watched Hamilton the other week. It's a good, yeah. Hamilton? it's solid. I totally had something in mind, other in mind for this this week, but I couldn't put it together. Like Alexander this is Hamilton? Something it's a, it's a Broadway well. production. Really well yeah. done. Alexander yeah. Hamilton? Yeah. But just... John Adams was another good one, video. But I'm going to look up this Hamilton thing. It's, it was a Broadway musical, and they caught a lot of flack. It's all... Um, Can you keep up with rap, Aaron? Yeah. Because if you can't, ish. you're going to have a hard time yeah. following. Ish. It's rap, and a lot of the, the main founding fathers are all like black actors that, that play them. It's really well done. It's very if, if you were listening to this and you haven't seen it, it is really well done. My kids watched it with me and yeah. the king was their favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's the same guy that does the voice of Kristoff uh, in Frozen's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense why they love him even more. The king just just a pompous ass, and like, he's like and there's, there's one part where he says, and to remind you of my love, I'll kill your friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> Ham Hamilton. Yeah. It, it Look was up really John well Adams. John Adams was a good so one. That was like a month ago I watched that, but it, it's had gears turning in my head, and they're gears that have been turning for a long time. But like the question of what is... What does it mean to be American? Like you said, it's a moving target. It's something that's constantly been changing. But like I resonate a lot more with, I believe, what a lot of the founding fathers would have felt in Aaron's sentiment expressing, you can't tell me what to do. So like the whole initial movement for don't independence. Yeah, don't tread on me. Um, we w don't want taxation without representation. We're going to throw your goods in the harbor if you... Don't listen to us. If so, you raise the tax, we were talking yeah. about corporate tax rate of twenty six percent. Do you know what the Do you know what the tax increase was? It was like two percent. From something two like that. to three yeah. percent is what they were going to raise the tax yeah. rate, and, and they, they were willing to fight a revolution over yeah. that, over one percent. So from two to three, so which that, technically is thirty three percent, or excuse me, is fifty percent. Right. Watching yeah. Hamilton, it it amazed me because I didn't know how quickly the target moved. Yeah. Once we had our constitution written and established our well, actual Well, before we had government. our, our constitution before, was yes. a moving of the target. That's true. So, because you had the Articles of Confederation before the... But that, that John how Adams... How quickly we established series? the national debt. It, did you know that the only time in American history that we've ever paid off our national debt, do you know how many times it's happened? One? 
one in the 19, no, not 18, something. Jackson. President Jackson, whenever yeah. he was president. Yeah. That's the only time our country's ever paid off in national Well, because we started the country by borrowing money. Well, yeah, we printed, tried to print our own money. That collapsed. And but no, but we, and like, there's, like, Ben Franklin and John Adams went overseas to yeah, talk to the to Netherlands yeah. and the yeah. French, and everybody would give us some money. And, yeah, they did. So, and so tracing that moving target, I didn't come with lots of notes, but just thoughts in my head that... The revolution was started over, essentially, among lots of other things, I'm sure, taxation without representation. And there was some, yes. There were a lot, there were of, other, lot other of other bitter feelings yeah. towards England that justified war in their mind. And then we become a country who's supposed to be more or less an experiment of lots of states that are mostly independent and the federal government only has a very limited number of responsibilities delegated to them, as written in the Constitution. All powers fall to the state except those expressly yeah. written in the Constitution. And then over the years, you see the federal government grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And every time the federal government grows bigger, it never, ever shrinks no. until we get to where we are right now. And there's like a couple current things that really, I mean, there's lots of things that always bother me about the government, but things that irk me even more. I'm sure you guys have seen the under the the uh, the proposed is it, is it a budget bill that Congress and Senate are trying to pass or the infrastructure bill infrastructure bill yeah. yes so the six hundred dollar reporting rule to the IRS you guys familiar with that I heard something about it I'm not familiar it included in this bill is the requirement that any financial institution any transaction totaling six hundred dollars or more must be reported no not individual transaction. Any individual with $600 or more in a financial institution, all transactions must be reported. Stop it. So if I have $600 in my savings account and I give you three, I withdraw $3 to buy a dozen eggs from you, mm -hmm. that transaction must be reported to the IRS. Now, this is not law yet, but it's part of the bill. Mm. And that, I mean, one example of overreach, there's another one in there. $600. Yeah. There's another one in there proposing a mileage tax. Right now we pay a gas tax, right? Mm -hmm. We pay the gas tax essentially proportionately to how much we drive. So it's actually a relatively fair tax when you consider if you drive more, you buy more gas, you pay more for the upkeep of roads mm -hmm. and infrastructure, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The mileage tax... They're proposing, as part of this infrastructure bill, to have a pilot program for, the, for four years, 2022 through 2026, a pilot program that would track mileage of vehicles. And it's not specifically clarified as to whether the intention would be to add this on to the gas tax as well. How are you going to track that, or though, to on vehicles that are older than... Exactly. Or to replace the gas tax. What do you so mean older than what? Well, the, the the capability to track your vehicle depends on GPS and newer vehicles. Yes, but we have no, to no. we have to go register no, a vehicle. You have to register your vehicle, and when you apply for a title, you get uh, you get an, odom an odometer reading. Well, they'll just you don't, you don't give an odometer reading every year now. Right. Currently, though, but yeah, all they would have to do is say okay. So they could either require an odometer reading, they could require some sort of GPS unit that you attach to the oh, power hey. port on your car. It, it's See, that's where the American in me of the you can't tell me what to do <laughs> starts to. Be like, you want some of this? Yeah. So 
So when I ask the question, what does it mean to be American? I ask like politically, culturally, religiously, whatever aspect you really want to tackle it from. We're kind of focusing on politically right now. How far has the target moved from when we said screw you to England to where we are now? Well, and you have to look at there are several different... What what was the target then and what's the target now? The target to whom? The people the founders were trying to gin up or the founders? Because those are two different groups of people, too. And we have that today. Are you talking about people the base? power or the people? The people in power or the people in, like you and me, that the are just sitting people. here? people. Yeah. Because those are two separate groups. And those two targets have moved just based on the availability of information. I mean, back then, you got handed a pamphlet, you know, common sense. And it's like, yeah, you know what? That's right. You didn't have any counterpoints. You didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. You had the official newspapers. And then you had these, like, that was... The underground was common sense. That's that was the underground was the do good letters. That mm-hmm. I mean they, that was so I mean they were ginning people up purposely, like working them into a frenzy mm-hmm. and trying to ride that. But that's different than now because uh, because uh, we'll see because uh, well it's different because we do it on Twitter and yeah, Facebook right. and, and that's yeah. my point. Yeah, <laughs> and you get the immediate feedback on it. Immediate. Right now. Perfectly oh, watched, tailored to you in I, order to gin you up. I watched some very disturbing um, Senate hearings on the old big tech situation. <sighs> I'm so glad I homeschool my kids. Hmm. Anyway. Our, yeah. So let me break that, it down. I'm sorry. That, let, that let me came bracket. out wrong. <laughs> Dude, you, you, okay, that came out wrong. I know where wrong. you're going. No, I'm not. Not all schools are the devil, and That's your, right. school, your children are not going to hell if they go to a public That's school. That's correct. As a matter of fact, I think public schools are very important. <laughs> your children are going to hell because they're <laughs> sinful. That's what <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Public schools are, are, are good. They Well, excuse me. Public schools can be good. Depending um, on the because district. Because everybody can't homeschool their kids. Yes. And everybody shouldn't homeschool their yes. kids, um, but there are times where I am glad very, that is very glad that is that an option for me. Taking yes. advantage of yes, yeah, which not all people in the world have. They don't. So let's. As a matter of fact, in the state of Michigan, they didn't have it before 1986, I yeah. believe. Anyway, I'm grabbing the reins. What did it mean to be an American at the founding? Right when America became. A nation unto itself. What well, did it mean to be American? We were physically separate from the ruling entity that did not give us a voice. All right. So we had a, so we had a voice. To be an American at that point was to have a voice and a say in the direction governing. that your country and your town went. In, in governing. To take that away from someone who was 3,000 miles away. All right. And give it to somebody who's 300 miles away. Yeah. I, I love the line. I don't know if it's quoting somebody in actual history, but from the Patriot. Oh, the. Yeah. He says, Why would I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Right. That was my point. So, yeah. Back then, it meant a say in your future, not controlled by somebody really right. far and away. And you just hated so, the king. That was Move that it was forward to too. right after. I'm just break it down into. Let's break it down by wars. Right after the Civil War, you what, did, it, what did it mean to be American? There was a lot of wars in between. I know. I'm going with the big ones okay. that everybody could oh, name. The big ones that everybody cares about? Okay. The big ones that everybody yeah, can Nobody name. gives a rip about the French and Indian, the Spanish-American, and the War of 1812. Exactly. The French and Indian was before the Revolution. I wasn't putting them in, oh, okay. in All right. order. So after the Civil War, Civil what did it mean to be an American then? Uh, north or South? Both. Uh, north? If you would be... No, if you had to find a commonality between the two of them, oh, what did it mean to be American? Oh, shit. 
Abraham Lincoln can tell us what to do. <laughs> Guess Abe's in charge. <laughs> Shit, he got shot. Now what? Now what? It's one of those Johnsons. Um, no, that's all right. I feel like I appreciate the confusion. What did it mean to be an American after World War One? I? I think Joe is leading us somewhere. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually not, but... Okay, maybe I am right now. But yep. it just came to me. What did it mean to be an American after World <laughs> I War I? It. I can, I can, uh, I can tell it when was, you're leading. It was shifting from. I mean, World War One's when we became a major player in the game. We became a world power. Yeah, people are like, "Holy shit!" Like they're not messing around over there. Yeah. So it shifted somewhat from pride in myself and my work and my ability and my independence to pride in my country. So no, something it, we, maybe we shifted, shifted a little bit. We shifted from like that was the last resistance of the isolationists was World War 1. I. I mean, you still had that in World War 2, but it was a lot easier to draw us into World War 2 than it was to draw us into World War 1. Okay. What's different? What what does it mean to be an American after World War 2? America. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll put a boot in your piney because it's the American Dude, way. No, that was after that was World Trade Center. Yeah, that was World Trade that Center. wasn't yes, World War no, II. Yes, no, I understand that, but the concept was after World War II. All right, Vietnam. What did it mean to be an American after Vietnam? Who the fuck knows? Or cares at that, or cared at that point. You yeah. know what I mean? And then what did it mean to be an American after 9-11? Hell yeah, we're going to go kill all these mofos. And then what does it mean to be an American now? My, no me, no me, no me, no me, no me. So like, I feel like our country, I feel like there are certain unifying yeah, events. Don't, don't get the emotion stuff in there. I won't. There are certain unifying events that draw us together, but on the whole country since its founding has been drifting further and further apart from its own neighbors like when i say its own neighbors i don't mean like mexico and canada i mean me and you down the street from each other or a couple hours down the street from somebody else in a bigger city or divide you name the place and conquer no i don't think that's it so you I think, think that you think there's a big hand i think strategizing i i think there is a there is a drive for division. Yeah, but I don't think that's that's not been each other. Look at all of the labels we throw on we throw well, out there. In the last five years, yeah. But that's that hasn't po- been the my drifting that- the drifting theme throughout our Oh history. throughout history. Okay, okay. I thought you were yeah, in the last five years. I thought yeah, you were talking about yes, the right now, absolutely. That's just accentuating the problem that was already there. I mean you you Part of it is just we've gotten so big. You know, when we were smaller, there was more to unify. I mean, it was less to unify. There's more of a camaraderie. Now we have gotten so much larger population-wise and cultural-wise, we've lost those commonalities that said, yeah, this is America. And, and it's to the point where we are having trouble going, well, what, what makes us American? We're our, the strongest? Our difference is our similarity. Or our similarity is our difference. What? Unpack that. Well, I mean, you know, the only constant is change. 
Right. That kind of concept. The only similarity between us is how different we are. I don't. I'm not tracking. Like, our our autonomy, our individual, you know, so we're talking about, you know, what, what, what did it mean to be American, right? Well, that, that suggests that we were all, we all had some kind of identifier, right? Something we all have in common makes us Merca or makes us, this is what it means to be an American. So whatever that thing is that we're looking for, that we all have in common, I think, is our drive for individuality. I think that is, in my opinion, pretty accurate. Kind of, but you get what Which, I'm saying. Which, ironically, the, our drive for individuality drives us further from each other. Ex- exactly, yeah. but I, I say it in the same way you say the only the, the the only constant is change. It's the only the only similarity between us is our difference. <clears throat> so here's an interesting morsel. So what was the act that Bush used after 9-11? Patriot Act. Patriot Act. And it enabled the government to do what types of things? All kinds of stuff. Yeah, listen in on conversations, get warrants Surveil. without notifying people. And basically the only premise for any of that is that a special label called... Terrorism. Terrorist mm-hmm. or terrorism yeah. had to be slapped on something in order to justify all these things that are otherwise considered unconstitutional. So... This isn't something that's actually happened, but it's something that I, I feel like it demonstrates how we as America, in our desire for our own individualism, um, but also our de- desire to make everybody like us in our individualism, mm-hmm. uh, people are attempting to use the government as a weapon against their neighbors. So, huh, y'all? Patriot Act, right? Yes. It's McCarthy again. There are certain groups who are attempting to suggest that parents attending PTA meetings or school board meetings and objecting, not PTA meetings, school board meetings, and objecting to school board policies um, are essentially the same as domestic terrorists. I'm so glad you brought this up. I'm trying to remember because I read something about that, but that was more like a, that wasn't like a commonly accepted. It's okay. not commonly accepted. I didn't say that it's like but commonly they practiced. So but they was the fact not a that huge the group fact of people, that though. the Patriot Act is still lingering twenty years after this happened is kind of an abomination. But it goes to prove that the government doesn't give people who back. get power don't tend to give it up willingly. So. Do you know more about this story, Aaron? I, I do. I know enough to know that nobody knows enough because nobody's – again, we're back at that people on either side of the fence throwing things at each yeah, other. There and was I get one, so sick of the freaking – There was one jackass that put that out there and everybody's like, oh, gee, they're trying to – Okay, but, one okay. person. Now – but it's an example I was, of how far people are willing to go to right, and undermine their own neighbor. But here's people the thing. believe that. But here's the, no, but here's the thing. Legitimately, the term domestic terrorist was used. Um, legitimately, the school board requested – so how did they go? The school board requested somebody in the Department of Justice to 
um, to help deal with. Okay, so I think the school board. Which school board? And forgive where, me. Where are we talking? I'm not about sure. It? I'm not sure the location, but for, and forgive me if I'm wrong on this. But I'm I'm pretty sure this is how it went. School board said, um, we need help. And I again, this is the part I'm most fuzzy on. I think the school board used the term domestic terrorism um, and requested, wrote an official letter to somebody in the Department of Justice saying help. There was a memo that went out in the Department of Justice saying, hey, we need to make sure parents at school board meetings, blah, 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 let's make sure we're on top of this. Because there, to be, to be clear, there are some parents who behave incredibly poorly at now, school board the, meetings, the, and they should be taken care of, well, but not treated as in, domestic in terrorists. The, in the same week, a guy's daughter got raped, and he was pissed off because the school board covered it up. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, like, you have all of this, like, this whole perfect storm going on. If, if it's and true. Then you have, right. And then you have a memo, because I, I watched, this was one of the um, okay. Senate, Senate committee meetings. You had a, and, and I got frustrated with the senator because the senator was like, you sent this memo out. This is very disturbing that you sent this memo out. But he was attacking the wrong issue. Um, like he would ask a question and she would try to answer and she'd answer a piece and he'd grab it and run with it. That would be an issue if that was her complete answer. But there's an issue that is big enough and bad enough on its own that nobody gets to hear about because it's it's all that so that if you if if you and I disagree on the subject and we sit down and talk all we're going to talk about are the um and forgive me I don't remember what the exact point was but wh- I'm using this as an example for discussion in general what happens is you and I sit down and talk and we disagree on a topic and all we have is the stuff that those two were arguing about, and we only got a piece of it. When there is a really big piece, problem piece, that got ignored because something looked like it was an even better hill to die on. See, but... Does that make sense? It does, but you're... But here's, here's, the, here's the real thing. The Department of Justice and the FBI were, um, had help requested at school board meetings... About just means that there's a- about about terrorism, and they got a response. Well, they have to give a response. Like, I, I'm not I'm not downplaying it because I don't. You know think about we're this going issue. too far down the wormhole? I think that people don't. There's no way we can tell if this is true. So, if what is you're true? getting that a report was the made entire or? thing, or it could just be a dumbass school see, board. There, no, it's it's. It's on record now. It's it's part of a Senate hearing. And All of those. It's not just a dumbass school board. There's actually a senator in one of the Carolinas or Virginias that carte blanche in a debate said parents should not have any right to say what is taught at public schools. Right, and that's a little different than the. So that's that's that, that's, different. that's what we should be talking about. Yeah, a lone senator that is looking for publicity, and 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 shame on them for doing it. See. But there's not one. There's a hundred senators, and then there's <laughs> yes, yes, there are, and, <laughs> and then there are a hundred and seventy 
There's more. way more than that. No, it's 240-something-something. And... Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so then there's all of those as well. So there's a lot of them that all have their extreme, not next to the fence, talking points that they're screaming about. And all we get is those screaming about talk at point, talking points and miss the fact that, hey, there's one guy that's willing to say it. How many of them actually believe it? <sighs> or would be willing to vote for it. Or would be willing to vote for it. Because, okay, this, uh, this, this bill, that, the infrastructure bill, okay, that bill passes, which is very possible. Not likely. Possible. Okay. This is the one they're kicking down the road until December, isn't it? Um, they were because they passed it, a piecemeal like little one to limit. It, it, it might December. be because they were trying to attach it to a different bill yeah. to pass both of them at the See, same but time. All of so every time a bill's passed, it's got junk with it. I mean, yeah. how are how are people? Okay, so you give you deliver a bill to a congressperson. It's there. With this last one. Um, Senator, uh, what's his name? John Kennedy, I think. Um, he said, uh, he's, I think he's from Tennessee. He said, um, it's longer than the Bible. Oh, no, it was Ted Cruz said, it, the bill was longer than the Bible and he had two days to read it. Right. <laughs> but we're, we're, yeah. We're get, I'm sorry, we're getting in the weeds. Yeah, we're, we're getting, in, we're the getting in the weeds a little we're bit. We're getting in the weeds. What does it mean to be American? <laughs> See, but we just keep tying it back to politics. Okay. Tie it to something else. How do you? You can't. There's be, what being an American means to me, and there's what being an American means to Aaron. Be, right, and being an American means that it's different. Right, in my we opinion, have, we but have there, autonomy. There, in my opinion, what it means to be American is to be different from the guy next to you. To be allowed to be different than the guy next to you. But that hasn't always been true. See, but define allowed. Hasn't always been true. Define allowed. I mean, the day we started this thing, like, <laughs> slavery was still allowed. Wait, what? after the re Yes, what? very much so. And part of that is because the people who opposed it didn't have the political capital to extinguish it right up front. That's part of it, but it's still... And part, and part of it was, unfortunately and wrongly, in my opinion... Hugely economically beneficial. no. It, that, yes. Actually, actually, well, that's another. So, yeah. However, it was actually less efficient when the industrial revolution hit. But, um, but even before the industrial revolution hit, it was actually less efficient. Um, but that they thought it was more efficient, so that's what matters. Anyway, just a side note. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Anyway, so um, so boy, we have to boil it down. Okay, what does it mean to be here's, American? Here's here's the problem. Your one sentence answer. We have we have the individualist part. The other part that we want to say, and that has been drilled into our head since, is that we are Americans and we do what is right because it is right. Here's the issue: we haven't always done what's right. There's always been an episode of there's always been a thread of this is right, this is this right. Okay, ignore all this other bullshit. So now we're actually coming to grips with, okay, we haven't always done what is right because it is right, so now what is right? Because like, that was one of the, the things like, that you were talking about. We're allowed to be different. Mm -hmm. We weren't always allowed to be different. Right. You know, we, like, the problem is we've always been a parallel country. We've always had this idea of America throughout that the founders fought for, that we are a free and independent nation and every man can 
own a gun and be their own boss and has a chance at freedom. But it, there's always been that dualistic just, just part. Just saying those things, I grew another chest hair. Like, but there's always been Marka. an equal. <laughs> Somebody had to say it. <laughs> but there's always been an equal force that has just been flying in the face of it that we as a people have refused to deal with. Which you have is. like you have child labor. You have you have you have this ideal that is great and that I would fight for again if I knew that's what we were fighting for. But there's always been another thread, that thread of evil that has never been rooted out. Ever. And, and arguably never will it be. Never will be. Never will be. Well, but, until. Until. But we... Until. until. That's why we can't identify anything else. Because You're now... we into my next question. We're, we're, well, keep, we're just... Keep going. We're, we're now dealing with all this shit. So you have the people that still want to ignore it all, the people who want to enter we're nuance into the conversation. We're now dealing with it? In the last five years, we have been dealing with these ideas. We've been forced to confront them a lot more intellectually. All right. Yes. All right. Mm. Yes. That Some of us have been forced to confront them a little more intellectually. Yes, because right. you have this idea of, well, it's always been great. For, for one, who? Yeah, for who and in what time period. But that's the problem. We, we had these core vertical things that we do what is right because it's right. We're America, freedom, every man is free and has rights. But we still... But we've never been there. The part of the problem now is we do what's right because it's right. Who says what's right? We've never Next hit anything question. we're going to no, say. No, no, no. Yeah. You guys get one sentence to wrap up any thought that you have on what it is to be an American. If no, you I, I think we're on the one, same page. We are. No, we I, are I think page. we are too. But if you could sum it up in one sentence or one phrase, what Today, is it Today... To right, be American. Right now, what is, it, what is it to be an American? I think you still have to stick with, like, that's the only overriding thing is I can do whatever I want. I'm, I'm allowed to be different. That's the only thing that has survived unscathed. I would probably, and I'm not looking at notes. This is questions for later. Yeah. Um, if I were to sum it up in one sentence, I would say being an American means I have a say in my own future. That's about it, because that's constantly changing what that looks like. But yeah, I have to say in my own future. Next question: What does it mean to be Christian? Jesus. It means that I have no say <laughs> in, in my future. <laughs> yes, I am fist bumping you on that. Uh, one. We have a Calvinist in the Even room, folks. <laughs> Instead of always looking for my betterment i should be looking for the betterment of others love and god's glory not necessarily in that order what does it mean so to be a christian is to love and glorify god and to glorify god not necessarily in that i order. feel like there's not going to be nearly as much dialogue on this one because we're pretty well in agreement but uh, i think we could talk to me jared you don't like that well, love god love others you right. got the first part in your first two <laughs> you screwed the rest up, Aaron. What? You said you said love God and glorify God, right? Uh-huh. That's the first one. No. No, no, no. Love. Oh, 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 I see. I see. <laughs> I see. Okay. No. Love. Yeah. Period. Glorify God. Period. So, love God, love others. I guess okay. it's a yeah. Right. My, I'm just clarifying that's what we were actually going with. Oh yeah, right. just 
just love God and everything else is fine. <laughs> I don't care about all these people. I love God and no, no. bring him glory. No, no. You can die, neighbor. Which <laughs> I have an archery Listen, session for you later. I'm worshiping God. I don't care that you're starving. Right. <laughs> then you're not worshiping God. Right. <laughs> that's the, that's the Then you're a liar. <laughs> so that's the simplified version. I mean, yeah. What does it mean to be a Christian? Just to love God and love others. That's what Jesus boiled it all down to. But that's still in flux. Yeah. So let's unpack that a little bit. What does it mean? I mean, let's theologically, personally, daily life. What does it mean to be a Christian? It means I am more concerned with, I'll, I'll use Jared's because it works, love God, love others. That wasn't mine. That was Jesus. Right. Yeah. But, well, <laughs> Jesus didn't say love God, love others. Don't worry, he Jared. Said, he did. Don't no, worry, Jared. I no. won't accuse you of he trying said, to be Jesus. No. I'll just okay. acknowledge you're trying to be like him. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, yeah. and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Love God, love you, others. Right. That's yeah. not, he didn't say love God, love others. He did. You said love no, God, No, he love totally others. did. No, he said he love God, Lord your God with all your heart, <laughs> soul, mind, right, and strength. You're right, Jared. You're right. Yeah. Shut up, Joe. Jared, <laughs> me and Jared read the message. <laughs> I read the elect standard version, uh, yeah. so. <laughs> I read the right one. And your elect standard version always includes first frick, second opinion somewhere. Yes, in there. yes. <laughs> uh, and second Hezekiah. I have a second Hezekiah. But this is... I'm writing a note for later. You guys keep dialogue. Well, you still, you still, you're still in flux because... We've tied Christianity to the American experiment. No, we're not tying them together right now. I'm just asking about being a Christian. But we have. We have. We'll talk about that later. Okay. So, but they have influenced each other over time because that idea that we can do whatever we want has seeped into the church. Hold on just a second. Jared, we got to back up. We got to back up. I'm moderating this conversation and I'm we gotta back up. effing bunny on <laughs> okay. the trail. So, because it's right. your bunny and we'll get there later. Let's My back bunny up. We'll get to it later. You are not What did it mean to <laughs> What did it mean to be a Christian? Uh, um, right after Jesus. Right after Jesus. What did it mean to be a Christian during, you know, in 500? What did it mean to be a Christian in 17 1700s? What did it mean? I mean, I think you could go the the whole way. I guess what's the important part? What's the important question? I think the important question is what does it mean to be a Christian today? Yes? No. What's the important question? Or what did it mean to be a Christian when Jesus was here? So in the so right after Jesus, there was no such thing as Christian. Correct. That wasn't termed until later. Until later. The way. Yep. So a peasant in 1400s in Europe, right, living under the Catholic Church at that time that was fairly tyrannical and had spent a couple hundred years conducting crusades into the Middle Ages and things of that nature, right, mm -hmm. and has this idea that if they don't follow the rules, God will hate them and they'll go to hell, right? If they don't follow the rules or pay enough money. Or pay enough money. Indulgences. Could they have gone to heaven? What made their what, what made, made them Christian? What made their experience salvific or not? Yeah. Can't read. Never actually read any of the scriptures. Only been getting secondhand through a priest who's speaking in Latin, which you don't speak. And the things that you do get in your own language are quite likely manipulations of yes. some sort. 
I mean, Paul says faith comes by hearing, so maybe they could just understand Latin. Maybe they all spoke in tongues. How can or they? That's the tongues. biggest bullshit cop out I've ever how, heard in my life. How can they believe in him? Intentionally, they, how can they believe in him who they have not heard? Faith have come, they not heard him? That's what. That's what Paul said. I'm just. Paul also Paul. said faith comes by hearing, so mm-hmm. they heard. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to have in that situation an incredibly misguided faith that is faith nonetheless? It's possible. I mean, I'm not claiming to have an answer, but if we have to be careful because, God, we're not the center of the universe. So to say that you have to utter a few words correctly. You're talking about the three of us, though, right? Yes. Because America clearly is the center of the universe. Right. We're talking about Christianity now, so stop distracting me. I'm not, but our Western Christianity thinks it's the center of the scriptural universe. That we are the most enlightened and we have all the secrets because we have all this knowledge and we have all this laid out. So obviously we're doing it the most right way than anybody throughout history. Who said that, Jared? We think it. Who thinks it? I do. I get caught in that. You get caught in that. And you get caught in that. If you don't think you have been caught in that, you're bullshitting yourself. So there is a topic that will come up eventually. We will discuss the rise and fall of Mars Hill later, but you just made me think about something else. They said megachurches. Yeah. America thought that they were, like, unique to America, and the megachurches... No, like, started they, in Korea. Yeah, started mm-hmm. in Korea. The biggest collections of believers were there. Yeah. So. Korea has the highest number of Christians per... Capita? Capita of okay. any nation in the world right now. Yeah, because they do a whole lot of praying because they're connected to China. And North Korea. Well, North Korea is a proxy for China, so. (laughs) 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 They just stayed wiped off the map when we wiped them off the map if it weren't for China. So that that 14. Go ahead. No. That peasant. I think we we complicate it sometimes. For sure. Um, I think even, I don't know, even the discussion itself in some ways is almost too complicated you know i mean you you brought a very simple answer love god love others yeah and and i said unpack it (laughs) and 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 part of me says like part of me wants to say no why why what why do we put it why unpack it okay why do we put any okay let's not unpack that let's ask why we put any weight on the words of the man who said it why does it matter if some first century Jew who got murdered by the Roman government said, love God, love others? Why does that matter? Why is that worth committing yourself to and calling yourself Christian? Or a wayer? A wayer? <laughs> it doesn't unless you believe it. It doesn't unless you believe it. Well, it still matters. But what are we it believing? It doesn't matter yet. <laughs> I mean, love God and love others, I think, is a good mantra for how a Christian should live their life. I don't think it's a good definition of what a Christian is. Yeah, I a, mean... It, the, a Christian is someone who submits to love God, love others. Mm, I wouldn't even... No, I wouldn't... Nah, because we could, we could describe God in very vague and generic terms. Yeah. While I do agree with you that we overcomplicate things, it's also understand important, and I know you would agree with this too, it's important to understand what we're saying yeah because we get we, trouble we, we, we do we do have right we do have 66 books yeah. obviously yeah. we pulled four words out of 66 books um well, and don't be a dick yep <laughs> 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 what, was, what is that from why is that 
I brought it up before. No, but that's a quote from a movie. No, it's from a podcast. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. Undignified Christianity. Yeah. You can reach him at Undignified Christianity. No, no, it's not. No, no, no. I got that from, uh, uh, it's on Meat Eater, Cal from Meat Eater. He was raised Catholic, and they were talking about it one time. He's like, yeah, you know, I went, and uh, I pretty much got the gist of it. You know, just don't be a dick. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Seems like he was a good Catholic. <laughs> um, but, I mean, yes, there is, there is more to it than that. But, like, what – is there something wrong with – I mean, you can – Paul said be an answer. Be prepared with an answer. Was it Paul or Peter? Mixing that up. Always be prepared with an answer for the fate, for the hope that you have. I think it was to Timothy. So, so you say – I say, why are you a Christian, or what does it mean for you to be a Christian, Aaron? And you it means say, I love God, love God and love others. Love others, and I say, but why? You want the cross. I want the cross. You yes. want Jesus. What does it mean to be a Christian? Yes, it means that I I believe in the death and resurrection of, um, well, it means I believe in the gospel, and by gospel I mean that an almighty, infinite all-knowing, all-loving God created the universe and created... No, that's not the gospel. And, hold on. Okay, That is part of the gospel. Mm, is it? And that he created man, kind, and kind. Um, it was perfect. And then man screwed it up, which God knew was going to happen. Um, but he created him anyway. Um, and man screwed it up, which broke the relationship. But God had a plan to restore that relationship. And throughout history, he gave picture upon picture of, upon picture of what that plan would be. Until finally it was fulfilled, quotes, in the fullness of time, he sent him, his son himself to... Die on our behalf. And the things we can say as Christians without qualifying them. He sent his son himself. Huh? I, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I could draw this out into Those like are, a two-hour... I, I have not heard the gospel yet, in my opinion. Those are all secondary beliefs. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. I, I know you're getting there, but I'm just saying like I'm... But I think... That, well, let me finish, and then I will... Yep respond to that because yeah. he really wants to be angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so died on our behalf but then beat death and there. was resurrected there it is so not only was the penalty paid but the way was paved to restore the relationship I really needed something else that rhymed with paid or paved. I felt like you were on a roll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so then there's restored relationship. But. Wait, no, I got it. The debt was paid and the path was paved for those who would follow the way. Close. Um, Close. It was good. It was, good. It was good for like, thir- like 13 take seconds. Another, take another good. drink before you talk. Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. And. He will be returning. He said, I'm coming back. All right. Um, Jared thinks Aaron overcomplicated that. So, Jared, what would you submit that the gospel is? Christ crucified. 
that the good news. Oh, look at that bloody Jewish corpse up on a piece of wood. Exactly. That's it. You Catholic. The good news that someone died for you, rose from the dead, and could pay for your sins. Ah, uh, rose from the dead and could pay for your sins. What sins? So, so Jared simplified the gospel. You gave the answer to the next question any logical person would ask. That's a second. Why do I need to die? Why do I need to and die? And how have I sinned? So, the, you gave the good those news is it was broken. And it got fixed. It got fixed is not good news because it wasn't broken. Everybody knows it's broken. So I think I, I think I agree with your point there, Jared, because somebody can come to salvation in a moment where they realize Jesus died for me, and I don't know why that matters right now, but I want to follow him because of that. And then all of that other stuff is very, 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 very important, important backstory to understanding the depth of that love and the depth of our depravity. But at its absolute simplest is Jesus died for me, and he rose again so that I wouldn't have to go and through that. And the experience when See, you realize on. that hold on. is the validation. I, I, would, I, would, I would disagree. Now, maybe not all of the detail, but the concept that there was broken relationship. But we are all, I don't think there's a person on the face of this earth that doesn't understand intimately that things are broken. That, that, does, that doesn't mean it's not part of the gospel, just because they don't. I don't think it is, it's part of the explanation and understanding of the gospel. We all know the problem. The good news is the fix. Mm. The gospel a lot of people fix. aren't willing to admit the problem. But if you look at, okay. they know it. If right. you look at popular culture, TV series, movies right. that depict humanity as the problem, All right? So it's because people understand intrinsically that humanity is the problem. This place is fucked. <laughs> my my lawnmower works, right? Is that good news? Yeah, you can cut the lawn. Okay. Bad analogy. Let's go this way. You have a lawn that's been growing out of control for a month. You don't know what to do about it. One day you show up at home and there is a working lawnmower ready for you to use. And the lawn has been cut the first time. See, but that's the gospel. But, that's but, showing up to the good news. But who, who cares that there's a lawnmower there if the grass wasn't long? But the grass is long. The grass is long. It's the backstory that you don't have to tell. It's, it's the depravity that everybody in their heart knows. And I think that it can be beneficial to tell it ahead of time. I think it's and it's semantics, always but... Yeah. It's always beneficial to understand it in retro retrospect. But it's, it's part of the gospel story, but I don't believe it's the gospel itself. I think... Well, then, then we agree to disagree. All right. Because cool. fair, fair enough. I agree with everything you said, by the way. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I know. I know. I know, no. I know we're there. I know we're that far. I know we're that. The, but, but, yeah, it was broken, and now it's fixed is, is the gospel, in my opinion. And Where were we on this? And yeah. it's fixed is what you, you're saying the gospel is just it's fixed. No, there is a fix. There is a fix. It's not fixed. The whole thing is still fucked. Right. Right. This world ain't going to make it. It's circling. But it's, she's going, Tetelestai, the, the Greek word for it is finished. 
I was like, Tetelestai? What? Uh-huh. Huh? What's oh, Tetelestai? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is finished. His work is finished, yes. Yes, it is finished. It's fixed. It's fixed. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> so to be a Christian is to have at Just, least a small grasp of the brokenness that surrounds you and to embrace wholeheartedly the fix. Can I say of submit Jesus to Christ? Can I say submit to submit the fix? to and or embrace? There's absolutely no not or. There and submit and. Submit to. I agree. Because confessing him as Lord is pretty integral to the without mm-hmm. yeah. Without unpacking the word submit, but yeah. Alright. I agree. I want to take Yay, a I got one. <laughs> I want to take a five minute break. And I want to tie these back together. After you pee. No. Oh. Email us at undignifiedchristianity.com if you have any thoughts on what it means no, to be No, don't email American. us at undignifiedchristianity.com. Shut e- up. Email us at undignifiedchristianity at gmail.com. I swear to drunk, I'm not God. <laughs> <laughs> email us with any thoughts you have on being an American or being a Christian. Because the next one we're going to release is the conversation about what it looks like to be either a Christian American or an American Christian and how to prioritize those two things and integrate them with one another. Thanks for joining us. Peace out. Peace out.